We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Push, push, push Punches? Oh, okay. Um. Ah, oh, I got you. Yeah, you punched uh, me. Uh, yeah, you react. Ready? Yeah. Push. Ow. Dish, dish. Ow, ow. Bosh. Croch. No. Knocked you out. Uh, I'm knocked out. Oh, he's all dazed, isn't he? Mm. He's all dazed. Oh, he's half dazed. When they buddies do they fights? Yeah. He's like, no, I was only half dazed. Well, I he do not know. He do not me out. I was half dazed. Yeah, do you know what I mean. I've got a uh, a story about buddies. Oh yeah. Oh, welcome to the show, by the way. Yeah, hello. Tell your story. I tell my story first. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast can wait. Absolutely. After I graduated, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life, so I moved back to Plymouth to live with my mum for a bit, mm. and. Uh, because most of my other friends did know what to do with their lives <laughs> or were still at uni, um, yeah. I was kind of by myself. So I ended up uh, reconnecting with a very old school friend from mm. primary school. He was a lovely fella and, and he'd become like a, a bit of a bay. He's a bay, isn't he? He's a bay. <laughs> and, and, and all his mates were like total bays. For those audience members who aren't uh, from the rest, <laughs> West Country, what do you mean by a bay? Define bay. It's like a, a proper like Plymouth lad yeah. who, stereotypically speaking, likes drinking and like fighting and fights. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, drinking. Main main interests are drinking and fights. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it. So this guy was in a, a pool league. I'd arranged to go and meet him whilst he was playing pool, and then afterwards we were going to get out drinking. So mm-hmm. he was playing with like a, a bunch of his mates. It was like a team team game, and his match was against this like little old guy. Right, and. <laughs> My mate was a complete prick the entire match. <laughs> Just winding up this other guy. The old man. Yeah, winding up the old man. Like being really arrogant. Like he he would do that thing where he'd stick out his hand to shake it and then pull it away at the oh, last God. minute and run his hand through his hair. Classic. He was just doing everything to wind this guy up. <laughs> and eventually it got to the stage where this old guy leapt across the table and started strangling my mate. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Plymouth night out. Yeah, and then my mate's response was just how you described it. Like he was t- completely caught off guard, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, it's dirty fighter! Oh, oh, no, I was just half dazed. It wasn't real. He didn't win. He didn't win. I was like half dazed. No, I, wouldn't, I, I didn't even get knocked down. My head didn't touch the floor. My head didn't touch the floor. So I wasn't knocked out. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a fun night out. Yeah. So welcome to watching films on the toilet. It's all about films, yeah? And watch them on the toilet, because we are dads. Don't have any time, y'all. Shall I be your hype man? You say it, and I'll, like, repeat words, and it'll be like trap music. Do I need to sing it, or you just... No, no, you just say what the show's about, and I'll chip in. Ready? Uh, yeah. So this is a film. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I got, yeah, I got nervous. Okay, nice, fair. Uh, You're on stage, it's fine. Yeah. So this is a podcast, all about watching... (laughs) All about watching films on the toilet. Toilet! Uh, Because we're old dads. Old! With young kids. Kids! And best time to watch films. Films! (laughs) It's on the toilet. Toilet! 
yeah, I mean, I think a few hours of polishing that up in the edit is going <laughs> to be a, a real gem. It's pretty good, that. I, yeah. think, uh, I think I think one of us might get a recording contract. <laughs> Only one. It'll be, um, <laughs> yeah, Eamon Feet Ben, F-E-A-T. <laughs> you know you've made it. Those are the letters you want before your name. Not doctor, not prof. Mm. Feet. That's why um, Bulldog is living the high life. But Bulldog? Yeah. Who's the- Bulldog? Pit- <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> no, Bulldog. Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes oh man i'm oh, so dog. i can't even get like oh, that's the, amazing like, he's probably like properly uncool now and i, I can't even get like the uncool guy's name the other day i was outside with the boys in the garden it was very nice and a bee came along and he was buzzing around everyone and i went oh behave mm. and my youngest son just looked at me went dad joke and walked off that was a good joke that was a good pun I, oh, i'm real dad now it's not really a good pun, though, is it? Because what, have, behave, have is not have is not a word. Behave, yeah, like behave yourself. Yeah, but it'd be better if it was like be quiet. If you're telling a bee to to have, what the hell? What does that mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Moving on. Not having this. Not having yeah. this today. <laughs> ah, um, yeah, good, cool. Okay. Well, we know what it's about. This week, we are going to be talking about the 2019 British action film. I know, right? Avengement, Mm. which is directed by Jesse V. Johnson and stars the legend Scott Adkins. And we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that a bit bit later on. First of all, Eamon, you reminded me this week that we used to play a, a game, didn't we? When Ben and I first moved to London, we had this terrible data entry temp job. Oh, it was awful. This was before, like, smartphones or anything Mm. like that, so you could, you know, kill time that way. So one of the games we made up to keep ourselves sane was we would make up the name of a made-up actor and then make up the name of a character they were playing and then make up the name of the film that they were in. That's right. I mean, I used to think it was amazing. Like, it was the highlight of my day. We used to do loads of it. (laughs) We did. We used to do it all day. So what we were hoping is, if we give you guys some examples, maybe mm. you can hit us up with your examples and we'll read them out. Yeah, some audience interaction. That would be good, wouldn't it? Mm. So yeah, okay. So Eamon, let's see what it's all about. You have to use the voice as well, right? Yeah. You've got to use the voice. All right, so you, you, do, you do it better than me. So you do the voice. I'll start off. Okay, so mine was, so you got the name of an actor, made up name of actor, made up name of character, made up film. Mm-hmm. Ready? This summer... Trent language is Chub Nexus in 10 Minutes Past Justice. Nice. There you go. So that See? would be a great movie, right? Go on, Eamon, what's yours? <clears throat> okay, so this would be mine. This summer, Shingle McDingle <laughs> is gruffed up <laughs> in Great Big Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. It's weird. Who wouldn't watch a film called Great Big Horse? With Gruff Duff. Gruff Duff, for crying Gruff, out loud. <laughs> Gruff Duff is the greatest character name of all time. I mean, people might say, oh, like, a character would never be called Gruff Duff. But Chev Chelios exists. So Lots of terrible movie names. Yeah, there's some awful names. So these could hmm. well exist. So if you have any names uh, for characters, actors, and stupid films that are made up, please send them over and... Uh, 
We'll read them out on the show. And guess what? If you don't, we're going to make some up and attribute them to you. So you yep, better. That's right. So any regular listeners out there, we will use your names <laughs> and pretend that you sent them in. That's right. Yeah. We'll make them stupid as well. So people mm-hmm. will think your suggestions are stupid. Yeah, like not funny. Yeah. Not funny at all. Oh, yeah. um, this one's called uh, Fighting Men. And it's uh, Trent Mann playing... <laughs> Uh, Ronnie Punches. You know what? Mm. That's actually pretty that good. That was quite good. This summer, Trent Mann <laughs> is Ronnie Punches in Fighting Men. Yeah. It's brilliant. I would watch that. Any, basically anything that you, you could turn anything into <laughs> something masterful. Yeah. But I, I see what you were trying to do. Trying to, just ended I, up. You're, you're just too funny, Heyman. can't That's make it, it bad, yeah. So has, has anyone written into us or anything? We got any correspondence this week? They have indeed, Ben. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I didn't expect that. <laughs> N- neither did I. So let me read it to you. Dear Watching Films on the Toilet. Hello. It's me, muscle-bound former wrestler and surprisingly good actor, Dave Bautista. Oh! hey What? <laughs> I listened to your review of my new film, Army of the Dead, last week. Now, I have to say, you guys got it 100% right. <laughs> As Vince McMahon would say, this film was a real Brutus the Barb beefcake. <laughs> One thing, however, they really got my back up was when you said that I looked like a roided up Hans Mole Man from The Simpsons <laughs> because of my short, sparse, thinning hair. I was so angry, I went full wow. Mick Foley, as Vince McMahon would say. <laughs> but then I happened to catch a rerun of Blade Runner, in which I wear mm. a comically small pair of circular spectacles, <clears throat> and you know what? I do look like a completely jacked Hans Mole Man. He does, he does. My agent is now negotiating with 20th Century Fox to buy the rights to his life story. <laughs> my career had taken a bit of a ding after this film, or as Vince McMahon would say, my mother cunt career was in the bitch cunt toilet. But thanks to you guys, the Hans Molman story is the red-hot intellectual property that will see my career skyrocket. Lots of love, Dave Bautista. Lovely letter from Dave. Thanks, Dave. And uh, and classic, classic Vince McMahon there. He's always classic. saying stuff like that. Surprised he didn't quote Jim Ross, actually. Oh, God. That house ball, man, was hellacious. <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> anyway, back to Dave. Yeah. That's that's really special that we got that letter. That's, that's very actually cool. quite a nice email, I'd say, for a change. There's a spectrum, mm. and that sits somewhere in the middle. I'd say, I'd say, say that's probably the best. It's probably the best message we got, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, because the really positive message we got came from the ghost of Adolf Hitler, so that kind of cancelled that one out. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that one. Actually, saying that, I think David Jason's was quite positive last week as well. It was, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't dissing. Maybe we're on a roll. From now on, we'll never get any bad letters ever again. I can feel it. Wow. Well, um, you just jinxed that big time, so... Unless there's some unforeseen circumstances... (laughs) We'll never get a bad email again. <gasps> that definitely won't happen. I guess it's on to the toilet news before we talk about the movie. Certainly we got is. some. We do. James Corden's wife was on the toilet when he got Stevie Wonder to serenade her. Oh. Uh, James Corden has revealed that his wife was actually on the toilet during her famous karaoke on Carpool Karaoke. Mm. In the scene where Stevie Wonder serenaded her down the phone, changing the lyrics of his favourite s- song to tell her, I just called to say James loves you. Mm. 
it turns out the timing was a little unfortunate. What James didn't know until later was that his wife, Julia, was in a bathroom stall at a restaurant. Wow. Well, they don't go in, into the details as to why his wife in the toilet. Mm. My, my gut instinct was that she was just crying yeah. because she married to James Corden. Quite possibly, yeah. Um, big old... Sobbing in the toilet when she got a call from Stevie Wonder. She was out with her mates yeah. and then halfway through like the main, the main course, someone was like, oh... So, uh, what's your husband, James Corden, up to? Yeah. And she was like, oh, God, I'm married to James Corden. <laughs> I guarantee you that that whole Stevie Wonder serenading her setup was an apology from him for something. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, James Corden is that rare celebrity. Mm. Most celebrities are awful. Yeah. But they have this um, incredible knack of making themselves likable yeah whereas james gordon doesn't have that no everyone knows he's he's awful yeah i was just reading about all the different celebrities that have called him out you see the thing with him and patrick stewart yes i'd say patrick stewart came off worse agreed um apparently piers brosnan was quite rude to him well i tell you the mistake most people make is that they talk about his weight <laughs> don't call him like a fat <laughs> just call him a <laughs> because that's what he is <laughs> that's right and then and then you won't feel sorry for him yeah and then he won't go on ellen crying about his weight issues wow there's there's a couple couple of real nice people what's interesting is <laughs> everyone's just like i can't believe ellen this is a terrible human being <laughs> she's the template for every talk show host yeah they're all like that yeah. have you ever seen larry sanders yeah like yeah that is like as close to a documentary as you will ever get that is how they all behave <laughs> oh, i mean i could talk about james gordon all day <laughs> <laughs> when I try and th- okay, let me let's let's switch this around. Let me think. Let me see if I can think of something nice to say about James Corden. Okay, shall I go to the toilet and maybe make a make a lasagna while you have a think? Yeah, if you wanted to to smoke a brisket, then now would be the <laughs> ideal time because that's about how long it will take me to think of something nice to say. Have you thought of anything? Still no. Okay, well, I think we better just move on. That's it for the toilet news. There's no more. There's no, there is no more. Well, I tell you what is difficult. Most of it is about vandalised like local toilets. Yeah. And people going, I can't believe this toilet is such a mess. Yeah. And there's some really horrible stuff about <laughs> perverts. It's yeah. always gross. Yeah. But you manage to dig out the greatest nuggets, don't you? I always get the good stuff. You do. Proud of you, Eamon. Thanks, man. Um, let's move on to the movie. Mm. Avenge. Avengement. Avengement. Sounds like an old buccaneer with a monocle. It's time for some arrangement. It does sound like that. <laughs> what you, would you drink for me? What would you have your drink of? So this week, uh, since this is set in a pub, uh, I went into my, my local boozer. All right. All right, sweetheart, I shouted. You are sweetheart. <laughs> at the landlord. <laughs> Oh, you got the pants already. I knew this would be coming. And he was like, I'm not a bird. And I was like, yeah, but I'm a geezer. You look like one. Uh, You you (laughs) half look like one, don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. I love it. Love the pants. And I I drank. I requested a dirty pint. They get a a pint glass and then they take uh, a shot of all the spirits, each one of the spirits (laughs) that they have. Brilliant. One, one of each. Yeah. Chucked it down my neck. Oh. Wiped my mouth on my sleeve. Such a geese. 
bang, bang the pint pot down. Smash it. Like, you smash the glass. Smash it on the floor. Yeah. Like, laters, laters, yeah, laters. <laughs> Strutted out. Did you, did your legs start to buckle before you got to the door? Almost <laughs> immediately, yeah. It was like I was melted. I just kind of like slowly collapsed. A good friend of mine uh, had a dirty pint on his mm. 21st birthday and he downed it in one. Wow. And then, yeah, it was very impressive. It was about three or four seconds before he, he couldn't stand up. <laughs> it, it set in that quickly. It was insane. And I think the same night, I don't know if it was him, but someone threw up into a pint to the, to the level. Uh, it was amazing. Did they have to cut themselves off? Or did no. it was just all their like, sick? Bleh! And that was, and it was, it was level. It was incredible. And I don't know if it was him or if it was someone else, but it was pretty grim. Nice. How how long have, have I got after all that? Uh, well, I obviously passed out, and uh, mm-hmm. by the time I woke, woke up, uh, I'd already done a wee. So uh, <laughs> I have to, uh, just guessing here, that's a, a minute and 28 seconds. <laughs> Based on how heavy your trousers were. <laughs> Correct, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Okay, great. Minute 28, that's quite long. That's I, think I, might, I think I might crush this. All right, cool. So one minute 28. So Scott Adkins plays Kane a scarred enamel-grilled beast who escapes from police custody and heads to a grotty pub for a well-earned pint. The regulars are a bunch of unpleasant dealer types who soon learn that Scott Adkins didn't just stumble upon this place accidentally. Oh no, he is here for revenge. Through a series of flashbacks, we find out that things went horribly wrong for Scott when he got involved in one of his older brother's money laundering schemes. A woman was killed, Scott was sent to prison, and then everyone tried to murder him. So, he had to turn himself into a complete monster in order to survive. Turns out his brother, played by Craig Fairbrass, put a 20 grand reward on his head because he thought he was a filthy grass. Back at the pub, Craig Fairbrass shows up and Scott explains that he's taken all his money and dished it out to the people he stole from. Then it properly kicks off and anything that isn't screwed down gets thrown at Scott Adkins' head. But he don't feel pain, does he? So he kicks their heads in, and then, after his brother metaphorically stabbed him in the art, he literally stabs his brother in the art, doesn't he? And that's that, innit? <laughs> oh, well done, Ben. That was actually under your allotted time. Um, this is a film I saw a while ago. As you know, when I was a boy, I was a very big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. I had posters of his films all over my walls. Yeah. I reckon if I still had a room in which I could put movie posters up, I think I'd be putting up the films of Scott Adkins and Eco, obviously. He's a legend. Why, why do you rate him so highly? He's an awesome martial artist. So he is, he's been in lots of different action movies and some of the action scenes he's been in are fantastic. Anyway, that's Scott. I really like him. So he just, he understands the craft. So this film, I've seen it. I liked it. What did you think of it? I thought the structure was really didn't work. Okay, interesting. Because it, it would make far more sense for it to, to develop chronologically. But for me, I, I think it worked quite well, but it also helped in terms of the scaling it down, I suppose, as, as having that one area to start with the problem i have with with doing it that way is that in these kind of films i think you need to know straight away he's the good guy he's the bad guy there shouldn't be like a a roller coaster ride which you have to go on until you work out who's who and because they decided to present it in this way that's what happens because to begin with when he turns up in that pub and just starts chinning people you think he's like a jerk yeah and then when he starts like chinning people in prison you're like well you're an even bigger jerk. 
It's like it's only half an hour later we find out that his brother put a bounty on his head, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, that, that makes slightly sense. Did you not find it? I thought it was quite effective in that he starts off appearing as this hideous, violent monster, mm. but then you get to see where he started out. He was a average-looking dude. So having seen where he's got to, you then see where he came from. I thought that was quite good. I quite like that. I think they need needed to, to make more of it, like more of a transition. Because in in the uh, the flashbacks, he was going, I, I knew it was going to be hell, so I went to work jacking myself up. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you're already jacked. You're going from like, you already have like giant six pack and like enormous pecs. You need to start looking like small and wimpy and then grow you know into like the the hench monster like it but he but did okay so the whole like getting his teeth stomped out and the napalm stuff thrown in his face that was pretty hideous that yeah that was a good transformation yeah it was it was fine it just didn't i was just was, i wasn't like oh he's he looks completely different i'm just like <laughs> he looks kind of the same with a few like prosthetics on i'm gonna transform myself from jacked up guy to jacked up guy with silver teeth and gem on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's a big difference. That is, What's your point? That's all the difference there was. Okay, all right. So you didn't like the structure. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. What do you think of the violence? A big fan of, of any violence, usually. Um, Perfect. I, I felt underwhelmed by the... Really? Uh, wait, let oh me God. Let, let me finish. Go on, let all right. Finish. <laughs> I felt underwhelmed by the prison fights. Okay. I felt like they obviously clearly saved up a lot of their energy and budget for the final fight, which was awesome. The, the big yes. okay. giant fight, no no problems with that at all. Really brilliant fight. That last fight is awesome. It's brilliant. But I, really I, it, that felt like a, a substantially higher quality than the prison fights. Really? I felt, I, I felt like it to me. But, I thought they were really well put together. I, th- I felt personally like they had an impact well they were the, the those fights all the fights in that film i'd say were had much more impact than the vast majority of mainstream films the fights in mainstream films you see with a much higher budget if you got your teeth stomped out on a step what kind of grill would you have uh george george foreman grill a george foreman grill in your mouth yeah <gasps> i wonder if that's been done so then what you could do is eat little bits of raw meat. <laughs> yeah, you could toast them in your mouth and then you wouldn't be able to chew very well. You're right, Ben. That's where that, that one falls down. Mm. <laughs> you want to think about that. Yeah, it's going so yeah, well wanna, until that point. You might want to question that. I think I'd get a nice, a big gold grill with a word written on it. Oh, yeah? What, what word? Probably toilet. Yep, celebrate this, this podcast. Get the toilet grill. Uh, It'd be intimidating. If, if I met someone and they suddenly flashed me their big teeth with toilet written on them i think this guy's a loose cannon yeah you would you wouldn't ask would you why do you have a <laughs> toilet written on your teeth <laughs> you get that grill it's nice what would be the least intimidating grill maybe like a brown grill <laughs> <laughs> like made out of sticks <laughs> yeah when we discovered that craig fairbrass had put a, a bounty on his head because that mm. corrupt policeman had yes told 
Craig Fairbrass that he was going to snitch. Yes. Like, why did we have to find that out at the very end? I, I, I think dramatically, would it not be more impactful for us to see the us the viewer to see that? So we we see the rage of of Scott at his brother, but we know that it's misplaced. And it, well, it led to the fight with the bank copper, didn't it? The Welsh cop, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it might well have been called like Taff or something. Because <laughs> all right, boy, oh, he's like eating a big <laughs> bit of lava bread. I'm gonna knock you out, is it? You've had this a long time coming, Scott Atkins. Yeah. I'm going to kick you. And then I'm going to go and watch some rugby. Yeah, he, he yeah. was like the most Welsh man ever. Big shout out to all the Welsh listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, not dissing the Welsh. I'm just saying. You wouldn't diss the Welsh, would you? It's not like you've laid into any other British people at all, is it? Well... It would be crazy to think that you diss the Welsh. Well, only, only northern women, Ben. No, there's definitely been more than that. A year ago, people from Newcastle. When? You did a what? terrible impression of someone from Newcastle. and you Yeah, were, I did not do nothing from Newcastle. And you were like, yeah, that's what they sound like, those idiots. <laughs> I, did, I did not say that. You were like, Steve Cram is a pillock. Who's Steve Cram? Who's Steve Cram? I don't know who that is. Who's he's Steve he's, Cram? He's a, a long-distance runner from, from Newcastle. Sounds like one of the made-up names in the film. Steve Cram is. Steve Cram. <laughs> Do you not know like Steve Cram, um, Sebastian Coe, Steve Over? I know, I've heard of him. I don't care about running. Ugh. Ugh. I care about Scott Atkins. I'll tell you another, an, another thing that really does my head in, in mm-hmm. modern films, yeah. is when you see people like the police, the good policeman, yeah. uh, was smoking inside his office. Oh, I can tell you about that man. That man is called Louis, Louis Mandalore, and he was a boxer. He's pretty tough. I don't care how tough you are. You smoke indoors, government's going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> a ton of bricks. But do you know what I mean? Like, that was such like an obvious, like, we want this detective to look like hard-boiled, yeah. but we can't be bothered to do, like, the legwork. So let's just have a smoke indoors, where, like, Fair you definitely couldn't do that, especially not inside, like, a police station, yeah. where they know the rules. <laughs> well, he was Australian, so... Well, they could have saved that with someone coming in, with that Welsh guy going... Boy, oh, you're not allowed to smoke in here. Yeah, it's been legal since 2007. What are you doing smoking here, boy, oh, is it? And he'd be like, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Um, Australian. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> I'll put out my tab. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's stop doing impressions of people. Okay. What do you think about all the spitting blood that happened? There's a lot of spitting a blood. A lot of spitting blood. You ever spat blood? Not through any cool, for any cool reason. All right. What was the uncle reason? I saw a cup of Ribena on the side. Had a big gulp of it. Turns out it was human blood. So I spat that out. Yeah, that's not cool. That's disgusting. Why is there human blood in your house? Yeah, no idea where it came from. (laughs) Didn't ask. I didn't ask questions. I didn't want to be be rude. No, you wouldn't. You just pour it away and say nothing. I knocked my tooth out once. So yeah, that. That had some blood. Sat in a bare knuckle boxing fight? Yeah, I was down a pit with a lace and we were smashing each other in the face and that and he knocked my teeth out and that and it. Your boxing name was... Uh... Cream Bun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The Cream Bun. Yeah, that's right. And everyone used to bring cream buns and throw them at the ring. <laughs> it was amazing. You'd like catch them out of the air and just like devour them whole. That's right. <laughs> it didn't help with the fight. Um, I was very distracted by all the flying cream buns. And it was like a skating rink, wasn't it? All that, those cream buns. It turned into more like a mud wrestling fight. I remember talking to the promoter one night whilst all this was... Mm. was... What was his name? His name was uh, Cream Horn. Cream... 
that's right. Cream horn. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. just like, this has become a fucking farce. Cream horn was not standing for that. And it all ended when, well, I had to throw a fight. Because it turned out Creamhorn was dodgy. Yeah. And um, he said, you got to go down in the fourth cream bun. But I didn't listen to him, no. did I? Because I'm such, I'm so yeah. hard. Um, I, I knocked out the other lad in the first. guy you were playing was called Free de Mer. And people would yeah. throw entire plates <laughs> of like seafood, like cockles and crabs and stuff on. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was an absolute was... bloodbath. <laughs> he was that French boxer. Do you remember? Free de Mer. <laughs> that was it. Fighting out of the green corner is... French French boxer, freedom air. <laughs> Do you think they use the word boxer when they're announcing, just in case you didn't know this was yep. a fight? <laughs> and fighting out of the purple corner is a English boxer. <laughs> Cream bun. Anyway, I didn't throw the fight. Um, I had to leave the building very quickly because there were some proper odd men that wanted to do me yeah. in. And I met Cream Horn outside and he just said, Cream bun, we're going to have to part ways. If I ever see you round here, I'll have your head kicked in. And he kissed me on the forehead. And that was the last I saw of him. I wonder if Cream Horn might write in. <laughs> if his character's not too flimsy, I wonder if he might, <laughs> he might get in touch. It's been long enough that I think I could reach out to okay, him. Okay, cool. I think he'll have moved past yeah. it. Good. <laughs> well, that was weird. So, Eamon, um, I think I know the answer to this. I'm a bit disappointed, but here we go. Uh, what would you do with this film? Would you flush it down the toilet or would you fish it out? I'm going to flush this film down the toilet. That saddens me and breaks my heart. What would you do with this film? Um, I enjoyed it. I would fish it out yeah. and I would um, I'd put it on my mantle next to my cream buns from my first fight. It's okay. Look, we can, can agree to disagree on this mm. podcast. We're not, I'm not cross with Eamon. I'm not angry with him. <laughs> oh, God. Things didn't go the way I expected. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Right. Okay. I'm all right. Okay. okay. So what's our top five this week? Top five is 18 rated British films. Oh, nice. Like Avengement. Like Avengement. Right. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. It's good. It's Stop good films it. Stop it. Like. Stop it. Now, we're going to guess each other's top five. Whoever gets the most right answers gets to pick next week's mm -hmm. film. Whoever loses gets to do a forfeit. Mm -hmm. Last week, Eamon, yeah. you lost. And your forfeit was to go and tame a wild tiger. Yeah, that's right, Ben. Had to go and tame a wild tiger off the back of watching the movie with a tiger in, uh, Army of the Dead. Yes. I made a little recording. You were there with me. All right. Let's see yeah. how it goes. So... You join us on the island of Sumatra, Western Indonesia, on my quest to find and tame a wild tiger. We're deep into the dense Gungun Lasur rainforest. We're bedded in our hidey, playing the waiting game and waiting for a tiger to charm. Why am I here again? I needed someone here to verify that the tiger is tamed. What I don't want is for anyone to say it's fake news when I arrive back in the UK with a super tame tiger by my side. Seems a bit reckless coming halfway across the world to tame a tiger during a global pandemic. Like I told you before, don't worry about it. How long is this going to take? We've been here for ages. As long as it takes, my friend. Wait, did you hear that? <gasps> it's a tiger, I can see it. This is it. Hand me that. What, the string of sausages? Yes, tigers can't resist their sausage taste. Okay, wish me luck. Go for it, buddy. Hello, mate. How's it going, mate? you like some sausages? Come on. Here you go, boy. Come on. Ben, he's ignoring me. You need to be more assertive. 
You're right. Let's see if he can ignore this kick. Oi, Tiger, take that. <laughs> Finally. Right, do you want a sausage or not? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ah! Ah, no! Ah, you're so strong! Ah, my face! Oh, how'd it go? Tiger ate my face. I said it would, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well, so... That yeah, that, that turned out well, didn't it? Got my face eaten off. I know. Well, it's, it's sort of grown back. <laughs> it has partially grown back. Yeah, like most of it. That's the thing people don't realise about faces, is they will, they will grow, grow back like that. Your ability to regenerate parts of your body is quite incredible. I know. I don't like talking about it, but... Uh, Are you mostly lizard? Well, it did. Turns out that big cup full of blood I drank was lizard blood. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, I like the way you've uh, tied that all together there. It's very neat, Fantastic. wasn't it? Fantastic. wasn't funny, Fantastic. but it was neat. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yep. Yeah, mm. much like... Um, this entire podcast. This entire podcast. Mm. Okay, good. So so this week's forfeit, uh, whoever gets the least guesses, um, you have to go to prison for mm. seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just like know, right? Scott Atkins goes to prison for seven years in Avengement, yeah. that's what we have to do. If we get this quiz wrong, so I guess you have to commit some kind of crime. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So you have to you have to do a crime. I suppose you, you can't just go to prison, can you? It's you can't like... just turn up and be like, can you put me up for seven years? <laughs> it's not like Thorpe Park. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, all right. We'll figure that out, I guess. Okay, cool. Terrific. Right. Okay, well... So you, you can have the first guess. Oh, right. Mm. Do you know what? There's some really good films to choose from. I know. There are some good ones. It was difficult. Okay, I'm going to say this is a double. Dead Man's Shoes. Yes. Yes, Ooh. I did pick Dead Man's Shoes. Um, I watched that again quite recently. And yeah. it is incredible, but it's so bleak. <laughs> it's so dark. Okay, I'm going to go with Sexy Beast. No. Oh, no. Oh, I had it on my list for a really long time, but it got it got replaced by something else. But I do love okay. that film. I will say this is a double. Uh, Twenty eight days later. Yes. God. Oh no. Okay. Oh, this is hard. All right. This will be a double. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Nah. Really? I remember seeing that with you, and I just remember thinking like that film was freaking awesome. I kind of feel like his his subsequent gangster films that kind of took away from the the quality of that first one i haven't watched it for a long time but i remember really enjoying it okay well that's surprising and disappointing but yeah well that's kind of how this whole podcast has turned out so uh <laughs> go on then have you won i think i have one yeah all right what was your stupid list then <laughs> so i had uh well done dead man's shoes 28 days later mm -hmm. uh, train spotting four lions that's not an 18 that's a 15 film what are your other two Train spotting, Dead Man's Shoes, 28 Days Later, Four Lions, 24 Hour Party People. Well, I'll tell you my list. So I had Lock Stock, 28 Days Later, Dead Man's Shoes, A Clockwork Orange, and Train Spotting. All right, so four films that mm. are allowed, one that isn't. That's fine. That's fine. I'll accept it. I'll go to prison for seven years and I just need to work out how to get in there. Yeah. Well, just make sure you're out by the, the next podcast. So you do, your okay. do your seven years, but yeah. make sure you're out by the next podcast. Doesn't sound like a problem. No. I've done harder things. Time's all relative, right? Well, you are if you live in the Christopher Nolan film. Oh, good one.
Again, clever, but not yeah. funny. Go. <laughs> story, story of this podcast. It is, yeah. It's not even clever, it's stupid. <laughs> stupid, but not funny. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, Christopher Nolan films aren't like that, are they? No. Clever, but not funny. I don't know, man. I thought Tenant was a pile of rubbish. Yeah. Okay, thinks it's clever. Yeah, and it's not. Definitely not funny. Yeah, really humorless. Like, yeah, that was his supposed to be his like pay on like to like up the Bond universe. Whereas like, yeah, even the Daniel Craig Bonds have like got funny bits in. Yeah, they have. So a little uh, light refreshment. Oh, I've just <laughs> killed this man. He does. Yeah, yeah he makes the simple. He does like the hole with his fingers and with his other finger. He puts it inside. Miss Moneypenny, do you care for a little bit of this? I can't whistle. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that noise you make is far more erotic than a whistle pen. <laughs> Miss Moneypenny. <laughs> of course, Mr. Bond. <laughs> yeah, it's lucky they brought old Phoebe Waller-Bridge on to rewrite it after all that. That would not go down well now, would it? <laughs> It'd be interesting to see what she does with it because the Broccoli family has been yeah. really like adverse to any kind of modernization. Quite clearly, yes. So I wonder why they got her involved. Because they want him to break the fourth wall. That's oh, why. God, that would be amazing. It would be hilarious if that's what she'd done. <laughs> I'd love it. I'm about to kill this bad guy. Let's see what happens. Yeah. He's, the name's Bond, and then he turns to the camera, James Bond. <laughs> Great. Here comes the sexy opening titles. Let's have a watch. I mean, that's maybe that's maybe a bit too meta if he's talking about the titles. There's like a goggle box commentary throughout. What a pretty colours. I appear to have burst into flames. And uh, is that a bullet flying through my mind? <laughs> There's six of me. This is insane. Am I tripping? I am. I've mixed myself a drink whilst I'm watching this. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's a l- delicious lager top. That's what. It, that's what I drink when I'm not at work. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So, what are we watching next week? Exciting, Ben. Only going to go to the bloody cinema, aren't we? <laughs> and we're going to go and watch Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, uh, directed by, and I don't know how to say the name, but it was the director of Hardcore Henry, mm. that first-person shooter thing. Yeah. Liar Nashula. Cool. So, so, someone can correct me if I got that wrong, which you probably did. Super exciting. You had a little. Yeah. Trip outside our toilet palaces. Well, we'll sit in the toilet, cinema toilets and listen through the wall, oh, yeah. right? Obviously. Otherwise, we'd be breaking the code of the podcast. And that will not do. All right. Well, you know, we can't agree on everything, Eamon. Mm-hmm. We've established that. But we can agree that this is the end. Yes, we can. Or can we? No, we, we, no, we can. can. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you can rate this or review it you can subscribe to it you could put it between two slices of buttered bread <laughs> and eat it in a sandwich you'd have a perfect two ingredient sandwich there buttered bread and podcast yeah counts as two ingredients three items. three items excellent mm. good a little, little call back there. didn't watch no, last week's that. episode you'll have no idea what the hell that was all about or listen to it but either way yeah hope you enjoyed it <laughs> What did I say? Watch. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much.
Peace out. Mm, I'm not going to go that far. I'm just going to say thanks. Well, you, you do your line now. Go on. Big it up. I'm building it up. Keep flushing. Oh, I like ah, what you did there. subverted your expectations. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, the only thing that subverted any expectations in this last 40 minutes, I think. Good. Excellent. Okay. Good. Bye then. Bye then. Bye then. <laughs>